0: Welcome to the Houseman Financial Podcast. I'm Trudy Hausman. This podcast was created to help our clients and their families answer confusing money questions simply. We know smart families talk about money. Today, we're going to hear from one of our incredible advisors, Dominica. Thanks, Trudy. Today, we're going to be talking about something very timely, market volatility. We're going to address how to handle the anxiety that comes up when, market, when the market is down. We're going to end today's episode with some Dolly Parton wisdom, so be sure to stay tuned. Long-term investors are facing a number of challenges today. Multi-decade high inflation is eroding purchasing power and portfolio values. In recent volatility across capital markets, it has made the investment landscape look perilous. During periods of intense market stress, investors may decide to quote-unquote take control of their portfolios by selling out of the market, trying to time the bottom. Unfortunately, this usually results in locking in losses, further damaging portfolio values. Today, I'll share with you the advice that we collectively share with our clients who have a wide range of investment experience, investment knowledge, and investment time horizons. So what should you do during this period of anxiety? You should make the most of things that you can control, but be sure to evaluate the other factors that are somewhat or completely out of your control within your comprehensive retirement plan. So examples of things that you can control, that would be your savings. It would be your spending. It would also be um, in conjunction with your financial advisor, your asset allocation. Some of the things that you have partial control over would be things such as your employment earnings or your retirement income. um, The duration of that and the longevity. What is completely out of your control would be market returns, policy regarding taxation and savings and benefits. What we learn is in 2008 and 2009, during the great financial crisis, and most recently in the 2020 pandemic recession, we experienced similar volatility and stress. Participant inertia, which is participants in the course, proved to be highly beneficial. Did you know that nearly 97% of 401k are defined contribution participants continue to make contributions through the volatile market? Systematic contributions enable you to take advantage of dollar cost averaging, where you're systematically putting a fixed dollar amount into a specific investment, where you're buying more shares when their share cost is lower allowing you to rebound in periods of volatility like this. Systematic contributions enables you to take advantage of dollar cost averaging, which is simply systematically putting a fixed dollar amount into a specific investment where you're buying more shares when the share cost is lower, allowing you to rebound in periods of volatility like this. So just think about all those half yearly sales that you are prone or privy to, right? When things are on sale, typically at the store, I know I buy more. The market is no different. More than 85% of participants did not make an investment change during the recent 2020 pandemic crisis. They did not change their asset allocation or the investment direction going forward. Diversification, particularly if it's periodically rebalanced, will be helpful to you. As a result, account values for participants through February of 2020 to April of 2020 recovered by the end of the summer of 2020. And accounts were back positive by the end of the year. So then what I've learned is that for clients and investors, it's not necessarily the volatility that caused the anxiousness. What I've learned is that clients are more anxious in today's environment because it's been prolonged. If we think back, if we have some recency bias and we think back to the pandemic recession, we topped out February the 10th of 2020, the market bottom March 23rd of 2020. That was less than six weeks. Again, by the summer, accounts were back even. By the end of the year, they were positive. What's the difference? Today, we're in six months of negative movement in the market. And that is what's driving the anxiety and causing investors to be more on edge and not as comfortable. Here's something to think about. As of year end 2021, seven of the best days have occurred within two weeks of their corresponding worst day. Often the spread is much closer than that. March 12th of 2020 was the second worst day of the year. And it was immediately followed by the second best day of the year. Moreover, the worst days overwhelmingly occur before the best days. Over the last 20 years, six of the seven best days occurred after the worst day. Given this reality, ask yourself, should I as an investor sell after experiencing a poor return? We don't think so. It would be impossible to reinvest in time to benefit from the best day that may follow. Will you as an investor miss the best 10 or 20 days? Likely not, but this illustrates how repetitive loss aversion and due selling can significantly erode returns. So I know you may ask yourself, is volatility something you should be worried about? What volatility does, it exposes people to what's called sequence of return risk. Over your journey of investing for retirement, when you earn those positive returns, and when you might experience negative returns, have significant impact on your outcome at certain periods. So for example, a younger investor, say someone who's in their first 20 years of investing, their savings will be their major driver of account growth. The investment return is secondary. A younger investor, someone who's in their first 20 years of investing, their savings is their major driver of account growth investment return is secondary. So let's just take Joe, for example, Joe saves a thousand dollars a year and he experiences a loss of 10%, which is the equivalent of $100. However, the next year Joe saves a thousand dollars again, his savings is much greater than the loss he experienced. Now, On the other hand, once you have been saving for a significant period of time, let's just say 15 or 20 years, your account value will be large enough where a 10 percent decline will impact your retirement savings significantly. Here's an example. Let's take Martha. Martha has an account value of $400,000 and she experienced a growth or decline of 10 percent which is the equivalent of $40,000. And Martha is still consistently contributing $10,000 a year. That 10% swing is meaningful dollars. So the sequence of it, of returns that you experience will have a larger impact on your outcome because your wealth is greater. Having said that, time, diversification and the volatility of returns plays a very prudent and important part as we think about investments over the long term. So if I could allow myself to paint a visual picture for you, and if you were to think of a line graph, and let's just say along the X axis, we have our time. So we start at one year, five year, 10 year, 20 years. And along the y-axis, we have our range of returns. And those range goes from negative 50% to positive 50%. So as we look at the, at the line graph, the, more, the further we go out on the line graph, the more narrow the range of returns become. When we look over a short period of time, that gap is very wide. As we go along the line graph, it becomes more and more narrow. And that I want you to continue to to keep in mind as we're experiencing times like we're facing today. Unfortunately, 2020 will likely remain volatile for equity markets as central banks normalize alongside persistency, hot inflation and the geopolitical issues is resulting in prolonged uncertainty. Therefore, it's important for us to remind investors like yourself that success is achieved through time in the market, not timing the market. And as promised, if I were to quote Dolly Parton, if you want the rainbow, you gotta put up with the rain. So my takeaways for you is to focus on what you can control, focus on your spending, focus on your expenses, focus on your savings, and pay attention to your diversification. Lastly, Stay invested. Avoid making those emotional and irrational financial decisions. Well, that's all for today. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this eases some of your stress as we journey the market together. Be sure to hit subscribe today so you can get next week's episode. Thanks.